0: Thank you. year the epic continues this is the brew and view podcast
1: from the past and another from the past Mm -hmm. we're coming back at you into the future that's right hi
2: everybody welcome back need sound effects Mm -hmm. (laughs) yes 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 welcome welcome Bruneview podcast yes
1: which must mean that you are brad let me check yep (laughs) can confirm and you are andrew i am Yes. And, uh, yeah. Welcome back, everybody. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, you guys had a nice little break as we did. Mm-hmm. Uh, time to refresh our batteries. Yes. Happy to be back. Happy to be back. And, uh, earlier. got a lot to talk about tonight. Yes. Or today, depending on when you're listening.
2: Yep. One of us does.
1: <laughs> well, no, I think we can. Yeah. Well,
2: we'll, well you know, we're, we're, uh, at this point, I would, I would call us old pros. Yeah. Yeah, we can do it. Because we did a
1: podcast even before we started. So Mm -hmm. we're good.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We covered some ground. But anyways, um, this is the Brewing View podcast. So
1: why not uh, discuss some brews and how we view those brews? Yeah. It's been a while since I had – or last talked to you – since I had you. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So I went back to an old faithful, Mm -hmm. and I – i noticed uh, i was i was going to just i was going to go get the different beer and I was like no nah, i'm gonna drink my perpetual and be happy Um happy to be back with you i know it's going to be good just like i know the show is going to be good mm-hmm. just rambling go. now but yeah i just i don't know i just want to uh praise extol the virtues of uh perpetual because it is a good beer and i was i was in a perpetual mood and you're like you had texted me earlier. You're like, I want to drink some beer. and Bullshit. And I'm like, I like that. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a beer I really like.
2: Nice. Well, good. I'm glad. I'm glad. Um, <laughs> I know, I know that that's a an, an old favorite. Yes. I've, I've heard and about Trogues, And uh, yes.
1: from my understanding, you enjoy it. So I do. I'm glad you went with the perp. Yes, uh, very good. And I need you to get you some of that. I've pro- been promising to send beer to people for over two years, and it's high time I did. Now they got more time on my hands. So, um, what are you having? I am having
2: uh, Dino S'mores by Off Color Brewing um, from Chicago. Yesterday was 312, uh, Common Chicago Area Code. Not mine, but... One of the one of the two, um, and a lot of people celebrate that drinking uh, Goose Islands three one two, and I thought eh, maybe you know what it'd be appropriate if I had a Chicago beer today. Good, one that's not mass produced um, and is uh, you know not owned by AB and Bev. Not that I'm a hardcore anti. I'm kind of an armchair uh, armchair against it. I guess I really, I pretty much stopped drinking macro brews, though. Um, I did have some Miller Lite recently for the first time in a long time, but I've gone pretty hyper-local. So tonight, I'm going uh, local in the Chicago sense. I'm very happy that I was able to pick up something from Off Color. Not one of the bigger names in the Chicago beer scene, but a really consistent one. Um, Their most popular beer, uh, Apex Predator, is fantastic. You might have had it. you have on the you've had, you've had it on a,
1: a show before, right?
2: I believe exactly. so, yeah. Yeah. Um so this is a Russian Imperial Stout. It's uh 10.5 ABV, uh 40 IBUs. that they get from the uh, Nugget hops. Um, oh, I got a story. <coughs> now I'm pissed. Okay, sorry. But I'm not pissed <laughs> at you. I am excited. Um so yeah, it's an Imperial Stout. They they list their secret ingredients. Um, and they thought we'd never read them on air, but here we go. Hmm. Um, that'd be rude. Really <laughs> if I was a great podcaster, I'd just beep this all out, but I'm just a good one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> secret ingredients, marshmallow, vanilla bean, molasses, graham flour, cocoa nibs. Um, the cocoa really comes through. Yep. Yeah. It's got a nice natural chocolatey flavor to it. Um, and, uh, it's nice. I've been sipping on it for while we've been talking for the past hour or so. Uh, and, uh, oh wow. Or so, um, <laughs> <laughs> just looked at the clock. So, uh, it's, um, I don't know it, as it, as it's gotten warmer, it's gotten a nice, like the sweeter notes have come out a little bit more. Um, but it's, it's definitely no novelty beer. It's those those secret ingredients. They don't really make themselves... They don't smack you in the face. They don't even really make themselves known. It's just a nice, balanced, well-flavored stout. Um, I gave cool. it a 375 on the Old Untapped, where you can follow
1: us at uh Brewing View Pod. Yeah. Uh, the, um, yeah, that... Well, we've talked about it before. Novelty beers, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Um but that's interesting, especially how it gets warmer it doesn't get uh, saccharine.
2: No, yeah, yeah. I could, I could
1: imagine that some of those really sweet beers will, uh, the the warmer they get, the more the the sugar comes out. Yeah, I mean, it did, it got that nice, like
2: the chocolate was more prevalent, but it's not like um, at no point, like until I read the secret ingredients, I thought they just called it Dino S'mores because it was chocolatey and, and a little smoky. Um, I didn't know there was marshmallows or Graham flour in it. Those so never, oh. never really made themselves known. So, yeah. pretty cool, yeah. Just a, a well-made, well-balanced uh, Russian Imperial Stout.
1: Very cool. Very cool. So, I that at, um, at a, a restaurant the other night? All right. Restaurant we go to occasionally, uh, not not too often, but they do often often have uh, beer tastings there. Uh, they're they're committed to that. And they have a pretty good selection, probably fifteen taps. And they you know, they'll they'll they have a, a chain a, a changing lineup. Mm-hmm. Bells Too Hearted fame um was there as a uh given out taste uh, uh samples, right? Yeah. And of course I've had Bells Too Hearted about a million times. Almost as many as I've had uh, the perpetual. Mm-hmm. One of my go-to's, um, and a huge hop slam guy, love that beer. And uh, but they were they had a couple other ones there. They had a, a New England IPA. I'm, I was looking for it and I can't find it right off the bat. But uh, they had that and something else. And I was I tasted them both, and they had they also had a Two Hearted. It's like I don't need Two Hearted. <laughs> I already had that. I'm I'm familiar with this one. Yes, and I was like, well, you know. And I tasted one, I was like, Oh that's that's all right. And then I tasted the New England IPA one and I was like, Oh that's that's really good. That's really good. It's like what's the IBU on that? She's like, uh we don't we don't label our IBUs. Uh we let the, the beer speak for itself. Uh, okay. Yeah.
2: <laughs> really? Yeah. Like that's gonna I see hmm. Mm, that is okay that's dumb it's it's very it's stupid. dumb because it's not uh, no one is gonna see no one i know is gonna see like oh 80 ibus that's good they're gonna say right. oh 80 ibus i'd like to try that yeah it's I just see it's, where it's where a that gauge I- comes from yeah it's a gauge not not a a means that people use to rate that's Mm, that's dumb
1: uh yeah it's it's almost it's not quite but it's almost like asking the abv it like it's really close because the abv shouldn't matter either right um it shouldn't
2: but sometimes people like so we we have a 13 we had a 13 percent beer and Sometimes people are just excited by it because it's not something you see every day. And they're more like, whoa, that's a big beer. I got to try that. But no one's ever like, oh, that's a 13% beer. It's good. You know, like a lot of times that's like, oh, man,
1: the offshore is really good. You're not going to believe it. It's 13% alcohol. Right. So here's but here's the thing. It's the same thing as IBU. I will. T- I will. Right. It's a. It's a I, I go into a thirteen percent beer mm-hmm. expecting to taste a good bit of. I, I expect to taste some of the alcohol in it, like mm-hmm. a yeah. lot of the um, triples and stuff I, I've had. Like you can really taste the ferment, the fermentation of it. Of course. Um, and I I go into it thinking, oh, they really hid that. That was really nice, and it, it wasn't overpowering. Mm-hmm. And I I do the same thing with the IBU as well, like. Is this like where's this bitter coming from? Is it just all hops just smashed up right in your face? Or right. did they try to do some cool stuff like with it? You know? And you know, being in New England, I'm interested in I'm I, like, is my palate in my is my palate discerning or not? And like right. for them to be like that dismissive, like fuck off, man.
2: That's yeah. <sighs> I'm well I'm so I'm looking on untapped right now. I'm looking on it too. And they don't and none of the Not bells at all. have
1: any of the IBUs on it. Even fucking hop Like I'm I'm just curious. Hopslam has to be hundred and twenty IBU.
2: Has to be. Yeah, it's gotta be right up there with one twenty minute.
1: Yeah. <sighs> That's that, just that, come on, bells. Yeah, come on. I mean, I can see how you could get sick of people going what's Mm -hmm. the ibu what's the ibu but then like that's no reason that's it's a measurement right
2: right it's a measurement and it's like if you're there's some that like stouts are are higher in ibu than i ever really realized before um like this one's 40 we had one at the at the brewery that was 45 ibu's and like to me that's high when you don't you don't taste any of the hops. You don't really. It's,
1: it's also a way to explain the beer.
2: Hmm. Absolutely. That's wow. I'm really disappointed in that. That is a that is a sad story. And, you it, know, too, like yeah. if you like if you like IPAs or people who are like, oh, I don't like IPAs. You're like, yes, well, this absolutely. one's this one's a West Coast style. It's 60 IBUs. It's going to be a little more. It's going to be more hop forward. Oh, okay. Tell me about the New England style. A little bit more fruity, fruity. You don't hazy, get l- less hoppy, unfiltered. Yes. It's only forty IBUs. So you tell them. So now they have a gauge, and the more you try, oh. the more that ah, man. I can't believe that for a place that that is so
1: like like they've they've it's uh, like pseudo pretentious in hop mm-hmm. right between the two-hearted and. In the hop slam, I mean, yeah, that's absolutely, their two most famous beer. yeah, yeah, hey, I, d- yeah. Don't well, don't even give me that, Oberon. I the, hate the, Oberon. Yeah, yeah. It's too hard in a hop slam. When you go to a beer distributor, mm-hmm. if they have bells at all, the first thing you're going to see is too hard. Definitely. And then they they all want the hop slam. Right. Whether that's or not so they can stupid. get it,
2: that is so stupid. That is. Really, hmm. <laughs> some something awesome's happening on The Bachelor. I well, can already no, tell. No, she's just listening it. Yeah, probably. She's like, <laughs> she thinks it's laughable that she's uh,
1: she's in the recording studio, Yeah. mixing it.
2: Yep. Um, <laughs> that's so stupid. Uh, that is so. I know. It's, it's disappointing. It's pseudo pretentious because it's not yeah. like. You're not actually like turning your nose up at anything. You're just being dumb, pretending to be above all of it. Yeah. Ah, very disappointed to hear that. Um, do they know? Do they measure? They've got to, right?
1: Well, yeah, yeah. I think they probably have. They probably do, or maybe they made it made it edict to say that they weren't. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Fuck off. Yeah.
2: Bullshit move right there. Damn.
1: Yeah. Come yeah. on, Bells. Yeah.
2: Just tell us your IBUs. What are you hiding?
1: Mm. What are you hiding?
2: <laughs> we, should, we should try and start that <laughs> on, uh, bells. on Twitter. Bells. Hashtag Bells, yeah. what are you hiding? Sh- show us your IBUs. Yeah. because uh, That's stupid. That is just, you know. We like to let the beer speak for itself. Why'd you name it? Why do you have a can design? Why do you tell us the ABV? Yeah.
1: It's. Yeah. Yep. Anyways, so that was my one little beer story. I had an uh, Icy Light out at the uh, Penguins game last night, which was sweet. <laughs> nice. Uh, icy Light. It's, it's not good, but I like it. It's my favorite Pilsner. Oh. Because it's from the city of steel steel city um <laughs> but yeah steel reserve kind of pissed though because like most of the there was a there's one crap brewery in the in the stadium mm-hmm. um but other than that everything was pretty generic i mean they had um i had a um a sam adams new england ipa which kind of blew. um and i had a labat blue which was blue and nice. That was about it. A nice little blast. Yeah, it's my favorite after hockey beer. Nothing wrong with that. You never got into that, really, did you? The uh, the beer league hockey.
2: No, no. I um, that's the thing that really. Well, where I'm at now, the closest I I actually looked into like a men's league. Um oh, that's the, closest in, yeah. the closest in Baton Rouge, um, which is an hour and a half away um my buddy owns pro stock i um oh, yeah. so he was nice enough he's like hey if you do join this league we'll take care of you and i was like ah oh, that might be worth the gas money um but oof. but an hour and a half each that's way that's a lot and yeah you can't drink cuz you got to drive an hour and a half back into yeah. no, into the city oof yeah so there was a part of me, for, uh, an irrational part of me for a moment was like, you know, it's tough to get back into hockey because, you know, when you got to buy all new equipment, it's it's expensive yeah. as hell. It's a big, yeah. Yeah, it's a big, it's a big spend. Big. Um, So, no, I never really got into it, but I don't know. I'm hoping one day. Vegas has hockey now, so maybe yeah. one day. Maybe one day. Yeah. Cool. go cool, cool. The Ice Saints. <laughs>
1: um any other did you uh, have any beers on your on your adventure or did you did, stick to yeah. the high life
2: yeah no um I, I didn't do a lot of high life actually i don't know if i did any any uh high life while uh while we're back with the boys oh i had a terrible amber called austin in austin <laughs> it huh. was so bad it just tasted like rust mm. um so it uh, that's, it kind of became good. yeah we got a uh, a case of Coors Light and a six pack of Austin and I think we left three of the Austins behind because huh. um, it was just not good. Um, but I did have a I, I had a couple beers um, that were really good. I had one called River Beer. So this is the thing about Austin that we kind of missed out on is like I guess there's. There's some like some some outdoorsy stuff to do um but other than that, not a weird place as as I've discussed at length on on other uh, <coughs> other shows um really I'm just killing time so I can pull up my uh untapped here um but I had uh some some really solid stuff so this beer river beer like it's Coors light. It, right. it 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 was just like they were trying to make a Coors Light, and it was very weird. Um, and it it <laughs> it was just not good. Um, because it's like when when you order a Coors Light, you're like, eh, I know what I'm getting. Um, mm-hmm. but when you order like, oh, River Beer, a nice like sessionable, uh, ale that I can uh, just just sip on, easy drinking. You're like, oh, 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 this is um this is Coors Light. You you stole Coors Light. Why are <laughs> you doing this? But um I'll run through a couple I I had some really solid ones. Um Electric Jellyfish by Pint House Pizza. Um was a New England style IPA. Um and I saw Pine House Pizza and I was like, Well, I gotta try something from them. Yeah. I was really happy with the electric jellyfish. Nice, nice, very you know, if they serve it to you, and it's like, ooh, they just poured you a glass of orange juice. Um, oh, cool! Yeah, one of my um, one of my favorites that I had, um, Rob and I, when we were waiting for our flight back to Vegas, um, we had a uh, we went to Lazarus Brewing Company um, in Austin. We had a, a Irish dry stout called Achilles' heel, and it was fantastic. Cool. Yeah. Um, Irish dry. Yeah. So Irish just dry. nice has a, a just I don't know, kind of like like English brown ales, I always say they they just have that kind of like English bite. I'm not able to articulate any other way. Uh, mm. <laughs> I'm just like, ah, oh, they've got this bite to them that I come to expect from an English brown ale. Um this had that with the um with the body of a stout.
0: It was really okay.
2: good. Yeah, um, Interesting. Yeah. And then uh, when I got down into Vegas, um, we went to this place, Craft House, and uh, they had a stout called House of a Thousand Zombies. It's was like, well, I'm going to need to have one of those. And again, another great stout. Um, I think it might have been barrel-aged. Um, it had a nice nice flavor to it and it's nice and uh, uh let me see here yeah it's 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 definitely a imperial 11.5% 60 IBUs big beer um <laughs> it was really awesome and then the other thing that i had that uh was just kind of um kind of a surprise to me oh no there's two i'm sorry so I had one uh, called Silver State from Craft House, which is a blonde ale and it was fantastic. And I am so anti, like I hate blonde ales. Right. Um, but um, one of one of our party ordered it and I tasted it and I was like this is really good. It almost had like like you know how some lagers are kind of sweet? yeah like just kind of a little bit of a melon flavor to it. This had that, and I was like, This is the most flavorful, not flavored blonde ale I've had, and I love it. very cool, so it was good um but then probably the weirdest and um also very fantastic uh <laughs> beer at Banger Brewing on Fremont Street in Las Vegas. Banger. Yeah, just just matter. <laughs> uh it was a cold a cold brew kolsch.
1: Okay, that's interesting.
2: Yeah. So like I don't know if I've ever had a coffee beer that wasn't a stout. Stout. And if I did, I can't imagine I had one that wasn't dark. This right. was golden clear like clear, see right through it. And it just had this amazing aroma and flavor. I, it was, it was, I'm looking now at my, uh, untapped. And I, I wrote, see that.
1: Unbelievable.
2: It's, yeah. that's the only word I can use to describe it. It was very cool. So good and so unique.
1: Interesting. Cause yeah, I think I had, um, I had a coffee IPA mm-hmm. on here. Yeah. St. Boniface. Uh, it's like a double IPA, but, yeah. um, yeah, Kolsch doesn't just doesn't seem right.
2: No, no. It just doesn't make sense. Um, but I actually, while I was, I had really good beers while I was in Vegas. And Austin was kind of hit or miss. Yeah. Like the beers that I had in Austin that I really liked were, were very good. Um, and I'm sure Vegas is the same way. Vegas doesn't have a big, it's not a big craft beer town. Um, yep. But Austin is, supposedly is. Um, I would have liked, you know, if I were doing the itinerary, I would have liked to hit more breweries. Um, but a lot of the ones I hear were really good. There were a couple standouts like Austin that were not yeah. and river beer. <laughs> but yeah, um, as far as beers go, it was a nice, uh, a nice change of pace. That blonde really blew me away. But then I also, uh, Mardi Gras day, hit the streets with a uh, six, six pack of uh, an American pilsner called um Typical Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And that was really good. I was like what is going on? Am I am I a light beer guy now? There you go. Yeah, I'm I'm lost. Make, making
1: and that change?
2: Yeah, I'm I'm drinking a lager right now.
1: Oh, wow. <sighs> that is weird. Yeah. I don't even know you.
2: Yeah. Well, this was free. This was a low fill, so... Nice. It's kind of a beggars-can't-be-choosers situation.
1: That's right. Um, Very good. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Um, I am anxious for the summer season. I'm anxious to see some of these uh, New Englands start really hitting the scene. Yeah. And uh, hopefully we can get some good summer ales, summer... IPA is going soon. Yeah,
2: a lot. I um, I know there's some people that don't like how trendy the New England IPAs are, but I love that there's a solid that trend. I think is so good for like solid summer beers because I oh, remember sure. growing up, like we would go um up to Michigan to like a smaller lake with with friends of the family. And I remember being younger and one of the guys being like, oh, Coors Light is the perfect, like Coors Light. He was being realistic about it. He's like, you know, it's not great, but it's the perfect summer beer. And now, like, now I'm like, no, got to go with the hazy IPA. Like, yeah, yep. pe- there's people who are annoyed because it's so trendy, but it's a nice, like juicy, refreshing, full of flavor. I'll take that over a Coors Light any day.
1: Yep. And they're doing just a little bit something different. I don't mind it. Yeah. And you know, let the market speak for itself. Those yeah. people that don't like trends, you know, probably don't like podcasts anymore either. Yeah, they're they're over it. <laughs> <laughs> do you I, remember um do you remember the time of video podcasts? Yes. That was a good time for skateboarding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now it's just YouTube. Mhm.
2: Yeah. YouTube's it's uh I don't know, people people who are like content creators who make their money on YouTube are not crazy about the platform anymore.
1: Yeah. I well, I mean it's just so saturated, right? It's not
2: it's not really that it's saturated, it's more that YouTube's like policies seem very like their their enforcement of their policies seems very pick and choose. Mm.
1: And oh, Ryan like, was speaking to this. Yeah, they'll, like, demonetize. Uh, like, even if you have, like, a gun or something in it. See, they'll...
2: that's exactly when you said Ryan. I would imagine that there's there's probably guys who review hunting gear who get mm-hmm. flagged and aren't able to monetize their videos just because there's a gun in the video.
1: Right. Which is bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, there's a difference between, you know, someone preaching hate speak with two AKs crossed behind them, or someone, right. you know, talking to gun safety and like, you know, yeah. Teaching their kid how to hunt or something of that. Fact. Even
2: on that, even yeah. A sportsman who got a new scope for his rifle. Yeah. Why is that an issue? They, yeah. it, and they're like getting criticism. Cause there'll be bigger, um, bigger people who like draw people to the platform. Who will violate policies, but they won't demonetize them? Yeah. You know, it's it's the the little guy that kind of little, you and I were talking about earlier, the small market guy.
1: Yeah. No, no. YouTube is uh, like fuck that guy. Yeah. Well, I know Patreon had some stuff going on. Um, wait, Patreon is a uh, pay paying podcast app. Mm-hmm. Um, people, but uh, there was some like hate speech and stuff going on. Like they they started to flag. Some of the uh, uh, more radical mm. stuff on Patreon, which, you know, as a private company, they have the right to do. I That's mean, true. Because free speech doesn't really lend it. You, people always bitch about free speech and like, you know, oh, we have free speech. We can do everything. No. Free speech only means you can't be prosecuted by the government. Yeah. That's free speech. Not that other like companies can't like say, oh, you can't work for us or... You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There, there, you have to know what the, what free speech means before you start waving yeah. that flag.
2: That's so. uh, my um, my buddy Rob, who uh, he's a police officer in Las Vegas, and he's always like, he's like, so many people are like, I know my rights, and he's like, well, you need to know our rights because we're well within our right to do what we're doing to right now.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> like-
2: and. Nine times out of ten, they don't know their rights. Right, they just they're spewing something they heard.
0: Yeah,
1: I pay your salary.
2: I pay.
0: <laughs>
2: he's he have, have we talked about this on maps before? No, he gets that all the time. He's, Does he? And he says he's like, you know, I pay taxes too, and they have no response for it. <laughs> hmm. That's funny. But what's also weird is all his stories end in him finding meth now. So, that's not good, so that's odd, unless he's <laughs> collecting
1: it, then that's good for him little side project, yeah, yeah it's all my like
2: i I don't really know much about about meth other than that it's blue,
1: yeah, <laughs> and the real good stuff is mm-hmm. crystal blue mm-hmm. crystal blue persuasion
2: uh yeah, so very good yeah, i that's yeah youtube that sucks um yeah. do we have to be become vimeo guys now
1: yeah but no. YouTube's, I mean, not, YouTube's, youtube's not youtube's really not anywhere that. no it's not um because it's it actually more than a it's almost like kleenex now right
2: yeah yeah it's it's it's, it's the video host it's like google doesn't google yeah. own them no. yes yes yeah. they do so like youtube a publicly traded company so they yeah. they should not be
1: shutting down uh shutting down uh, their even carriers. then they still have uh like the the uh, board i'm sure yeah
2: yeah absolutely um but it's the governing body seems a lot the governing body's bigger there's more money at stake so it seems yeah. like you would want to honor- Well that,
1: that that's the hard thing like they got the bots that are scanning right because mm-hmm. like we got kicked off youtube like two or three times at span of Void for playing uh music mm-hmm. right and okay that's fine understood that uh but then and then they're also like if they find boobs nice you know on our podcast then they kick us off for that too so. where when <laughs> I got to start watching your live streams more. Yeah, you should. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, enough about that. Enough of YouTube. Um, let's talk some movies. Yes, yes, yes. Um, no real topic this week, I think, just movie talk, because I'd like to <clears throat> bounce some stuff off you, and hopefully we can. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think we can.
2: Um yeah, just kind of, kind of free form. Um, yeah, I'm gonna let you, uh, as I kind of talked about. I'm, I'm more just interested in uh, linking up with you and having a couple beers and, and talking. Yeah, because um, I haven't really got to watch anything. So I'm gonna let you. Well,
1: uh, I'm, what I'm gonna do is gonna try to give you uh, a guide to some of the movies that were released last year, mm-hmm. um, and like catching up on like the Oscars and stuff. Uh, like I saw some of the stuff that was Oscar nominated, and then some stuff that like still just came out last year, and whatever, gonna whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. So, uh, well, I guess, uh, well, let's talk about why don't we talk about our movies that we talk. Uh, did you watch uh, The Bird? I really have not watched. Anything. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So I I did watch the movie you saw me last week mm-hmm. or yeah. a couple weeks ago. Um, the perfect bit. Which is a documentary mm-hmm. on. Um, uh, that's right.
2: Yes. 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 Uh,
1: and it's. I was streaming on. I guess it was streaming on. Was it streaming on Netflix? Uh, and it, it, it must Prime. have gone off because it's now only streaming on Tubi. Weird.
2: Yeah. Because I've got it listed on in the sh- in our show notes or my notebook for our show. Uh, Amazon
1: Prime. Okay. Amazon. Yes. Because. Or maybe it still is, but whenever we did that, uh, just watch app that it went straight anyways perfect bid is a fun little doc it's it's nothing heavy but it it actually and it's i shouldn't have really liked it but i did it's just (laughs) about this guy who who beats uh the price is right and it tells this pretty much tells the story of the price is right from when it started to where it is now but also this obsession this guy had with it and this like really this wasted talent of memorization and stuff all to all to get on the prices right and and not even help himself but help other people because he only well i don't want to spoil it but he Mm -hmm. like he went there uh, a lot of times um and it's there's no it's not really nefarious there's no like real enemies or bad Mm -hmm. guys in this movie it's just a fun kind of little movie uh it's just odd what how odd our culture can be sometimes when we talk about being saturated with youtube and all this stuff but every everyone can find their niche um this is one of those movies where uh you can you can kind of be mindless in it and not have to get too heavy into it but uh it's it's uh there's a lot of characters in it which is fun to see so nice um uh, yeah, uh, the perfect bid streaming on Tubi. It's a free app. If you download it, you can watch it. You might have to watch some abs. A- abs. Ads. Mm-hmm. There's no abs in that movie. <laughs> I don't know. Bob Barker, pretty ripped. Nope. Nope. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I imagine he got pretty lit during the, like, the between tapings. I would not be surprised. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. Um, awesome. So I watched uh, I watch another doc, kind of going along with this, uh, Won't You Be My Neighbor, uh, streaming on HBO. It's the uh, Fred Rogers doc, Mr. Rogers Neighborhood documentary, mm-hmm. and pretty much just goes into the history and who Mr. Rogers was. Uh, I don't know if you watched it when you were growing up at all. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And it's like... Pretty much every person in America probably watched it at one point in time, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like if you're under the, oh even I bet you, I bet you every person in America had the opportunity to watch Mister Rogers. Mm-hmm. And if you if you hadn't, you're an outlier because whether you're a grandparent or parent or a kid, mm-hmm. like from ninety to whatever you are now, probably well maybe now it's starting to get out of favor but uh pretty much shows the history of this guy who was uh this is a love story to him there's no like salacious details or anything like that if you're looking for like the michael jackson documentary where people Mm -hmm. are coming out naming names and all that shit you're not going to get in here this is a a love letter to him Mm -hmm. and um and maybe there are critics out there and there were i guess there are some critics that came out um (laughs) yeah actually they there are some people saying uh about how he made all kids feel like they were special <laughs> and of course that with today's that culture you know what i mean like yeah. where where's that gonna lead right like everyone's a snowflake yeah mr rogers made <laughs> us a, a gener or a generation of
2: entitled maybe mr rogers made everyone feel self-confident and then maybe you weren't confident in your baseball abilities growing up. So you're giving your kids trophies and then all of a sudden 20 years down the line, you're demonizing millennials for always needing a trophy when you're the one that invented the participation trophy.
1: Right. Dad, not my dad. (laughs) Um, yeah, I mean, and so like, yes, there's those detractors. It's well, you know what it, what it is. It's the Reddit, the <laughs> shitty Reddit page. Um, uh, sub- I don't know, fucking what, know what Reddit. What's is.
2: that? What shitty Reddit? I
1: don't know what that is.
2: I don't know I don't all know. of it. <laughs> Most of it is shit. <laughs> uh But as, it's, it's as a redditor, the, I can, will cop to that.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, you find fault in anything. You know, you can find fault in a a child laughing. Mm-hmm. Um but uh basically basically um it it really it goes into his um the way he really was and like and if you think it was an act like by the end of this movie you realize that it wasn't it was all true it was all genuine and he legitimately wanted like he he loved kids. He wanted. He thought kids were important, and he gave them a name. It is crazy the way he 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 thought that kids could understand like the heavy duty uh, issues of the day, whether it was that you know you're kind of young for this, but you know the context of it, the Challenger blowing up. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he actually came out of retirement to do a special on nine eleven. Really, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, he retired like not far bef- far before um before that and then came out of retirement because he thought it was important mm-hmm. to talk to the kids. And like he would tackle one of the most poignant ones I saw was whenever he was doing a this is like in the late 60s or early 70s right when the whole uh you know everything was going bananas like in like 1968 how everything was just um you know the civil rights movement was really uh, at its height he had a uh, a black police officer come on and it was it was a character but it, um it was right in the point point in time when it, like the kids were being segregated from swimming and like black kids weren't allowed to swim with white kids or whatever in mm-hmm. like they, black and blacks and whites couldn't uh swim together mm-hmm. in some places in the south And he had uh, one of his characters a black character come on and they sat down and he had a little kiddie pool and they both uh uh washed they washed each other's feet in the pool kind of a symbol like to say see kids everything that's going on right now it's not that big a deal yeah and like pretty heavy topics he talked about uh when when um bobby kennedy got killed Mm mm-hmm I mean, he was on the air then. And he's like, let's talk about assassination.
2: Damn. I, yeah.
1: I never really realized that. Yeah. um, So, and yeah, you may think that he was uh, a little bit too touchy-feely as far as, you know, the feels. But he also thought that kids were old enough and big enough to be able to, to talk and have those conversations with adults. Yeah.
2: So that's kind of the opposite of Snowflake.
1: Right, I, th- yeah. I think, I hope. Um, what, I mean, I was raised
2: on them, so yeah. I mean, like not shy, not shying away from things. Like I, I personally think one of the things that's that's missing in our civilization today is it's so easy to get into an echo chamber. It's so easy to find with social media, with Reddit, for example. It's so easy. To sit amongst like-minded people and never be challenged, and um, anytime you are challenged, immediately start name-calling. Civil yes. discourse is dead,
1: so maybe Mister yeah. Rogers needs to come back. I like it, yeah, because he died not too long after that, and uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. It's either an echo chamber or you're on. You seek out the things you want to hear, okay? mm-hmm. and or the things that reinforce what you think. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. It was interesting. Um, uh, Won't you be my neighbor? Streaming on AMU, or HBO right now. Um, pretty good doc.
2: Yeah. Um, it kind
1: of sounds like he he was like uh,
2: that's similar to to John Hughes's um, kind of philosophy about teenagers. Yeah. Was that yeah. they're they're real people. With with real lives and real things are going on and like yeah, the adults who have a nine to five don't take their stuff seriously, but to them it's it matters.
1: Yeah. It's at that time point in time it is life and death. Whether or not it will feel that way you know, twenty years down the road at that time. At that time what you're going through is a real thing. Yeah. 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 Yeah, It's interesting. Yeah. Uh, watch the girl in the spiders web. I'm a big Stig Larsen fan. Love mm. the book series. Uh, really enjoyed the uh, with uh, the. Um, oh, I lost Fincher. Uh, Fincher, yeah, the Fincher adaptation. Uh, this one blue ass. Was not very good. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, Claire Foy. Uh, I I really liked her. Remember, we saw her in Yeah, um, Unseen. absolutely. Um, thought she was really great. In that. she was meh in this. Uh the bad guy was oh the the bad um what's her name love from oh yeah yes yeah, nice s- she was she was the evil sister I in this one so i don't know if i uh, uh, un- know un- unrecognizable her name. though you i had i one of ours you know doing my after movie or after watch kind of review of who the actors were and all that stuff i saw it was her i was like whoa that's weird so
0: <laughs> well,
1: um Sylvia Hoax. Yes. Yes. Like her a lot. Mm. Um, Movie that kind of came and went. And I, m- my wife and I, actually I started watching it. Got about 30 minutes in. I'm like, I got to stop this and we're going to watch it together. So we watched, uh, a, called A Simple Favor. Mm-hmm. Starring uh, Blake Lively and.
2: Oh, yes. Uh, um, Anna Kendrick.
1: Yes. Yeah. And um really enjoyable i'm not gonna say really good but really enjoyable i i had a lot of fun watching this because it it was uh i remember seeing the the, the trailer for this mm-hmm. but it's one of those movies and i and i was trying to think of other ones and maybe you can help me remember some of them but movies that were the trailer was one thing and the oh, actual movie yes. was something else Mm-hmm. And not even like, I'm talking genre differences. Like, this was a, this was, it came out, or the trailer looked like a um, gone girl type of thing. Or a, yeah, uh, a girl in the train type of thing. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like that murder mystery, you know, very serious. Uh, this was a dark comedy. Nice. Very, very dark, but sometimes very funny comedy. And Anna Kendrick killed it. She killed it. She was great in it. Um, Blake Lively is always great. Yeah. I haven't seen her uh, do a bad thing yet. Yeah. Um,
2: I love them both. I I think they're both really consistent. And I think um, more Anna Kendrick than Blake Blake Lively, she picks really interesting stuff. She really does. She she hasn't really been nailed down yet. Other than pitch perfect, she really kind of is able to come and go and do what she pleases, it seems like.
1: It, it seems that way. And it almost, it, it, at first I was thinking, well, she, she should be typecast because she just plays this kind of like you, you, when I think of her, I'm thinking of just kind of a flighty, Cute, kind of spunky, perky little yeah. flower. And, but she kind of plays that ironically in this movie, which okay. is fun. Like, nice. And, and she, like you said, she picks like the right stuff to do. And I'm, I'm, Big fan. Uh, This overall, like, really, it it got a little weird at the end. I'm not Mm going to say the ending was really great, uh, but the whole trip to get there was a lot of fun, and uh, my wife really enjoyed it. Nice. Um, I'm trying, like, trying to think some of those other movies that were like. I think Snatch maybe for me was one of those. What's that? Um, Snatch was one of those movies that was kind of like one thing, and it was a different. um, Oh, maybe. The hey. one that comes that
2: I think of is I think it's a a single man.
1: The tra- Oh is that um with Colin Firth, I think. Yes. I didn't see that. I saw I've seen that recently pop up on lists.
2: Yeah, it is so um so diff- like the trailer is like kind of like a th- mystery thriller. Mm-hmm and the movie is so different than that. Hmm. I won't say it's I, I don't know. I that's another one that I feel like I didn't like it, but I also feel like I was sold something different, so I need to maybe see it again when I'm you know not expect not expecting one thing. Right. Hmm. So
1: and I in I'm just also ch- I'm like a I'm thing in the stuff that it actually turned out to be fun that I was kind of dreading mm-hmm. um but that that is kind of like this movie was and I just I fell in love I'm um, I'm big fan of this <laughs> well it won the Dorian award campy flick of the year mm. so <clears throat> uh yeah I enjoyed it a lot nice um campy flick of the year Actually, I'm on to – okay. Um, Molly's Game okay. came out yes. last year. Got some hits. <coughs> I'm sorry. My throat's scratchy. It's all right. Um, have, have a beer. I shall. There we go. Um, um, so Molly's Game came out uh, in 2017. Sorry. Um, starring Jessica Chastain Idris Elba and that's all you really need to know well Michael Starr is kind of in it but if this is all Jessica Chastain and Idris Elba and they're great they are both fucking great in this movie nice. it's all them all the time with some people coming in and out and she crushes it she is uh fun in this movie she's Mm -hmm. it's a you know real life story what's up with like really just hams it up too like is like you know she's played i'm trying to think what else like uh what's that um uh movie she played the uh oh shite Jessica Chastain um Miss Sloan Uh, yes yeah which is more of a reserve tight tight lipped tight-laced, you know, uh, just hard uh overworker, you know, all work no play kind of thing. And then sure. like in Zero Dark 30 she's very mm-hmm. uh very focused and all that stuff. This one she gets to like play a little bit and have some fun because she she plays it big and she's playing a big character. And Aegis Alba is just so good as her lawyer. Um, and it's based on a true story. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you got if you remember what it's all about. It's she she ran the, yeah. these high stakes poker games with like celebrities too, right? Yeah, like some big name celebrities, big name like influential people, and like the whole thing is like she is was kind of doing stuff illegal, but it can't really. It really wasn't, but like the FBI really wanted her to get to other people okay. and her whole thing, this whole, the whole movie was her integrity. Like she wanted to hold up her good name. Right. And, okay. um, and just a fun movie. I mean, it wasn't like great, great, but it was, uh, very enjoyable. I gave it an eight just because of the performance those two gave. So, nice. uh, and yeah, the more age or I just I don't know how you really say it, but the, the better. And he, I'm so like his well not only him but like all British actors. I'm so pissed at them how they can fool me.
2: Well I oddly enough it's cuz well maybe not. I think about weird things all the time. Uh I was thinking about that recently with a lot of a lot of American accents are really um like doing a Midwestern accent is like the quote unquote American accent. And then you kind of have like the Boston accent and -hmm. then you have the Southern accent. And those are the only ones you really see. Like, um, I'm not saying I could do a good Boston accent, but those are the only ones you really see, um, actors do. And those are easy ones. Um, not to, not to take away from, from these people's performances necessarily, um, but the reason I feel like it doesn't go to the other way is because British um, accents, there's so much variance. Like there's a bigger variance in regional dialect.
1: Yeah, I mean, just from town to town, sometimes. Yeah. And, it's, yeah. and
2: there's a and there's a big variance in dialect, like here too. But for the most
1: part, um, yeah, I there's I don't only, see a whole, whole lot a couple. Different... Between you and I Like mm-hmm. the way we speak like, oh, yeah. I know I, I say down Down a lot more And that's like Kind of more a Pittsburgh thing You know Like, um, you're, like
2: you are down No I, With the clown Until you're da- six feet underground of,
1: Yes Down with the clown Until I'm six feet under mm-hmm.
2: Yeah I get like A's Sometimes Yeah Um, Like when I say Manhattan Yeah <laughs> Or Chicago yeah. Um those, yeah, could, yeah. but other than that, yeah, it's pretty I don't know. In and out. Pretty yeah. like pretty standard American accent. Um but yeah, I I agree, like I think you and I like if we sat here and talked about it, we could probably find all the differences, think- but for the most part, it's just like, Oh, there's the Midwest accent, there's the Southern accent, and there's the Boston accent. And those are the three accents of America
1: in Hollywood. Yes. <laughs> um, what, I, what I find fun is listening to really good um, audiobooks mm-hmm. where they, are, they do well in the different dialects. Especially like you think of a, a Texan Southern and a, like a Georgia Southern mm-hmm. is like a lot different. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, just interesting. But, but it, yeah, Adris <laughs> Alba pulls it off all the time. I don't know; he's British. Damn him! Damn you, Come Luther! Took her her jibs. Took her herbs.
2: Yeah, you and you and I were going to be the next uh, big black stars, and then Adris Alba came and yeah, that son of a bitch. <laughs>
1: yeah. I was all up for uh, what's his name in the Wire.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I'm going to watch it. <laughs> right that's, after that, I finish <laughs> That's about the extent of your <laughs> Right after I finish Survivor <laughs> Yeah And the Patriot Oh yeah I'm gonna
1: watch Or Patriot uh, Yeah the Mel Gibson oh. movie I've seen it twice Alright I got beef Coming up with beef Alright I'm here for it And this it. is gonna tie into our uh, Well tie into Oscar talk Okay Fuck Rami Malik. And not that I'm mad at him Okay I'm not. Yeah. Cuz he did all he could. He tried really really hard. Okay. It just wasn't good enough. Cuz Bohemian no. Bohemian Rhapsody was a pile of shit.
3: <sighs>
2: Can
1: I just say thank you
2: because I've been looking for an excuse not to watch this movie. <laughs> well,
1: unfortunately, you're going to have to. Fuck. <laughs> because I've already
2: seen the best Bohemian Rhapsody scene I'll ever see and it's about 10 minutes in. In
1: 1992's Wayne's World. No. Oh, there is, it is ham fisted. Mm-hmm. It is there, and it, even fucking Mike Myers makes a, makes a reference to Wayne's World in this fucking movie.
2: Oh, no. He's, one,
1: he's the studio executive, right? And they're trying to sell Bohemian Rhapsody. He listens to it, mm-hmm. and he's like, he, of course, he's playing his Scottish accent. He's like, we want the kids to bang their heads. In their cars while they're watching, or, or <laughs> that's more of an iris. Yeah, yeah. So he's but he's referencing <laughs> Wayne's World a little bit while Bohemian while Rhapsody, shooting down gentlemen. Bohemian Rhapsody.
2: Oh my god, that is um, that is hilarious.
1: Um, I've really it, become it was cr- it mm-hmm. was really there was points that was really cr- I'm not it's not a t- well it's I really didn't like it. I okay. I didn't enjoy it because I there's it was so sugar-coated and so many places now there's one reason to watch it is the last 15 minutes or maybe even 20 minutes of the movie Mm -hmm. is where they they do the whole their whole live aid performance oh wow and it really uh sinks i mean to pardon the pun like Mm -hmm. it it is really well done that whole final sequence it's worth watching the movie just for that, and you probably skip forward to that okay. because um according to um sources like Sasha Baron Cohn had dropped out because of uh uh creative differences with the band, and the band's the band is <laughs> so Freddie Mercury's gone right right. The band does not look bad in this movie at at all, at all in this movie. Um, it's just it's it's just it's almost like a Disney film at points. I mean, with uh, some gay sex in it and references. Hell yeah! All right, I'm back Um, in. I mean, he he plays really over the top. When he does his live aid thing, when he when he's singing, that's Mm -hmm. the best part. When he is singing, he is. He's doing the Freddie Mercury thing, but whenever he's like walking around talking to people and stuff, it's just it's it's too much mm-hmm. and um i i I'm really surprised he won for best actor like really surprised because he wasn't that good twenty and I like slim Rocky. Pickens. Not, like it's just like you look at you look at what um What's his name did last year for Churchill? Um, uh, uh, Gary Oldman, right? Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, I guess he was putting on an act for that, but I heard.
2: Um, and correct me if I'm wrong. He grew a mustache specifically for this film. Yes, and he that's put it in dedication. Oh wow! Holy cannoli! Mm. Um, I just. I've really started to um take this turn where I really hate um maybe ironically because one of my favorite artists of all time is, is uh Mr. Kanye West. I really hate this cult of personality and I feel like everyone liked Bohemian Rhapsody because there's this cult of personality behind Freddie Mercury. And <laughs> I just uh. like the this just resurgence of interest of people who've been here this whole time, quote unquote, and of course, like Queen's awesome. We both have we've wrote out um our our outro to Queen
1: several times. We both yes. enjoy their music, but fucking Bohemian Rhapsody is a novelty song. Yeah, and it is. It is. Yeah, hundred percent. And like they they make the case for it in this movie that it isn't like very hard, like. Queen definitely they,
2: was super yeah just to kind of go I agree it's a novelty song but just to be on the other end of the spectrum real quick like they like they're very influential not here to take oh, that away I'm, at you know, all but anthem
1: rock they made they yeah, I mean they are anthem rock stadium rock
2: for sure one of my favorite bands Foo Fighters they're they're their pop
1: music sta- stadium anthem rock yeah um, and when he's on when he is singing the songs, I'm enjoying all the songs, yeah, but um yeah it, it's just that's there there's another scene that was like like the basis comes up with with his um <laughs> dun, 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 no not dun, that dun, one dun, dun, dun. not the under pressure song but um dun, dun, dun. another one by another us. one by stuff yeah so he's the face is just sitting there while they're it's all that kind itty of recording. Itty bitty ting. He's like, it's not Bad-a-dum. the same. And like all the people were fighting around him and stuff. It's like boom, 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 ba boom. And like everyone stops and looks at him. It's like, we can do something with that. And then flash cut too. yeah,
2: <laughs> great baseline. But it's just so fun. Like these, these like fabricated scenarios like i'm sure that happens once every a hundred times uh, but like these these things that just people are just like ooh, hey wait a minute i like that and just in the studio with something something weird happening around them and someone's just feeling the vibe and i don't know
1: <laughs> um yeah it's and what's crazy is now like and and funny and probably deserve well in deserving I guess I I don't know how they get around it without mentioning him mm-hmm. while they also like kind of love Roman Plansky is the like scrubbing of Brian Singer out of this movie and out of the Oscars like not nice. one reference to him at all and I understand yeah. it get it yeah absolutely but I he agree also with made it. it
2: yeah right yeah so it's weird to award stuff that a pedophile made yeah. But we've got a habit of we got a long track record of loving pedophiles unknowingly.
1: Yes, and sometimes
2: cape up for them even after we know yeah. it. Yeah, sometimes ignoring it. Um, mm-hmm. I can't
1: ignore how bad I have to pee though. Don't. So I'm a brb. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Behemoth Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. If you can just watch the live aid performance, that is good, and he pulls it off like it. So um,
2: the you know what's weird. There's never been, like, this... There's, like, a new, like, newfound hate for John Wayne. (laughs) Elvis has gotten off pretty scot-free.
1: Just give him time. Sooner or later, (laughs) he'll get his come up in.
2: I mean, but he's kind of, like, predates, like... Priscilla
1: Presley was, like, 14 when he married her. I know. I know. It was... That was, uh... Who was it, uh... Oh. Buddy not buddy Holly. Um Jerry Lee Lewis.
2: Oh, Jerry Lee Lewis. Yeah, married his like underage cousin.
1: Yeah, or um who just died um uh recently who uh, uh Johnny Be Good um Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry. Yeah. Like did some bad stuff too. Like yeah. Uh, cameras and toilets and all that kind of stuff.
2: Yeah. Differences I like Chuck Berry's music. How could how could you say that? Yes.
1: <laughs> um,
2: Speaking of cult of personalities, I, I yes. hate Elvis. So, yeah, for so sure. I, I just and, don't course, understand how Michael he's... Jackson here. As of... I love Michael Jackson, though. I I mean, I I completely disavow anything he's done, of course. But I just, as someone who hates Elvis, I'm like, why are we tearing down Michael Jackson when this they're like
1: we, we could be doing this we, over
2: here? <laughs> we could also be. Why are we just
1: going after Michael? Why are we Why are we centering our hate here? Well, we can spread it like butter. (laughs) Let's
2: be honest, Elvis. I don't know why he got the title. (laughs) I don't know why he got the title of king, but he never made "I Believe I Can Fly." So
1: (laughs) that's right, Uh, Liam. I don't know where he got it, Mm -hmm. but Uh, he also believes he he can fly. I can believe, or I believe I can fly. Space Jam. yeah, no, he never. We haven't watched that yet. That's a shame. Um, I don't know. It's just in the zeitgeist, I suppose. It
2: is, and you know what? It's like I love that song, and I love a couple R. Kelly songs. And my love for those R. Kelly songs has made me hate R. Kelly even more. <laughs> like you, son of a bitch, you ruined this song you made for me. You
1: could have done so much. <laughs> you bad. know, not
2: yeah. <laughs> not you, son of a bitch, you ruined a ton of people's lives. But yeah, I really so- like that song. Yeah.
1: Thanks for nothing, you jerk. <laughs> you fucking jerk.
2: Now I don't get to tell people that you shot a video in the alley of one of my apartments.
1: <laughs> um yeah, what kind of video? Uh, it was a music video. <laughs> <laughs> um oh didn't you say you were you guys were planning on going to see Lego movie?
2: Yeah, we were planning on going to see. Okay. We didn't. Okay. Now I'm worried we're well, not
1: gonna be able to see it in theaters. Oh, uh, maybe not. It did not do uh, numbers. Okay. Well, uh, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Uh, I will talk about a movie that's just out right now. It's Captain Marvel.
2: Yeah, dude. I'm. I'm telling you. I've like. I know it sounds obscene. Like I've even. I've spent very little time on YouTube since I've been home.
1: <laughs> no, I, I. I'm not even. Yeah. Not I'm, even disappointed. I'm disappointed. I'm no, disappointed. I'll say don't that. Don't be. I am. Hey, I, it gives me more time to talk. Hell yeah, brother! My favorite thing. Um, no. Um, so Captain Marvel. Um,
2: so dude, isn't it funny? Like real quick, like I think we're both pretty
1: quiet guys. Yes. I, yeah. We just talk like,
2: for a couple hours a week on no, the internet.
1: <laughs> there's, I actually have a nickname at work between some people. Mm. They, some of the, the people that I don't talk to very often, like call me a serial, serial killer <laughs> because I have a little, my eyes are a little crazy. Mm. But I don't talk to anybody. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of come and go. (laughs) I was hoping it would be something like, yeah, my nickname is Quiet Brad. (laughs)
2: Something super on the nose.
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Silent Brad. Um, But, um, yeah, it is kind of weird. Yeah. But, you know, maybe we just like talking to each other. Yeah. And I'm okay with that or i like the fact that you like to listen to me mm-hmm. or you 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 allow me to speak uh captain marvel yes okay um uh is Ars- Larson's really good samuel Jackson is really good they did some really good special effects with him because he plays they're playing it like late 90s mid mid to late 90s mm-hmm. and um and it, they're making him look you know Almost thirty years younger. That's crazy. Well, I guess twenty years younger, I guess. And I couldn't tell the special facts. Really? Nice. Yeah, it was it was really well done. Um, yeah, she's really really good. Uh oh, uh, one of the things that made me actually smile um is you know how at the beginning they have the Marvel the letters of Marvel and they kinda like go through and they're flipping the pages and the letter letters of Marvel kinda like expand and like in each letter like there's a different comic in it interesting so at at the beginning of marvel movies yeah, you know how yeah, like absolutely. The, the pages flip yeah and it's like all different characters as they're going through and stuff and then like as it as it as it expands it's the marvel it, yeah. like it's like the L A R and then it comes out and you see marvel and it has all different characters in it yeah okay so what well,
2: this is really sad, but this is like a revelation for me because I know exactly what you're talking about, but it's never really like occurred to me that uh, I don't know. I'm just going to sound stupid, but yes, I'll, I I know what you're talking about okay. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm I think I might be losing my mind. <laughs> okay. For some <laughs> reason now, like when you said it, I was like, yeah, they flip through the pages and Marvel comes up and then you're like, and you know how they have the characters and like, yeah. No, wait. No, I don't know how they have the characters.
1: Well, it's usually like it's the it's like the uh, the comic book character, right. the sketches in each right. each of the letters. So it's like a panel in each letter and stuff. But instead of doing that, as okay. they're, as the pages are flipping, instead of the characters, it's all Stanley's cameos coming up through. And it, as, as it comes out, it like it has his his face and all oh. of them. And then like the it, it, it ends with a marvel and then it says and underneath it says like thank you, Stan. Oh, that's really so, sweet. Which is really cool, I yeah. thought. You know. Um, yes.
2: I, that's amazing. It that's such a I don't know. Well that's the, the, the human why. <laughs> it's the human paradox. Like it's such a shame that you have to lose someone, but it's a given. Yeah. Um but yeah.
1: I I bet you can look it up on YouTube and and see the open credits for
2: yeah well now now I got to see the the other characters too <laughs> I need yeah. to see the original <laughs> for some reason like what's sticking in my head right now is that um, that
1: uh, it's like yeah the pages flip and Marvel comes up yeah and it doesn't stay on it for long but they always have like it feels like the 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 page is the 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 Marvel cutout is like right. the cutout of the letters or the characters and it's but Anyways, okay. so that was a it's nice just... little touch. And oh, um,
2: man, I'm gonna be. I bet they've been doing it since the beginning, but I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be disappointed they, in myself. Yeah. I, I mean,
1: maybe not Iron Man, but I know they've been doing it for a lot of the, the, yeah, the last. Yeah, because
2: I'm thinking like, oh, that's interesting. Two thirds. So, so they're gonna start doing that at the beginning. Cool. Then you're yeah. Like, yeah. So you know how they've been doing this? No. <laughs>
1: no i don't (laughs) um so it it was good uh it was it was uh one of the i say one of probably one of the better marvel movies the problem was i had with it is they really tried to do a lot of the either uh the the thor ragnarok treatment or the gardens of the galaxy treatment where everything they they were trying to make jokes back and forth and trying to bust on each other and make it funny and that, that some of that landed flat mm-hmm. um uh the story's good um i don't know a whole lot about Captain the marvel um but um it does god marvel does a good job of fucking tying everything in because mm-hmm. it actually goes right back to like the first couple movies and it like because it's set in the 90s right it ties right into like those first couple, whether it's the um uh Captain America or not not so much um uh, um uh Iron Man, but you know, those first couple movies and it you know, the Thor and the Loki stuff and uh, really does a good job. They're just smart and it, it leads right into where uh this next movie Endgame, game's gonna come out. So mm-hmm. uh, whatever they're doing, they know how to write they're, if yeah. anything. They've got a plan. Yep. Um, but by far, I think. By far mm-hmm. my favorite movie that I watched this week is called The Way Way Back. Oh, okay. I've have, heard of this, yeah. Have you have you seen it? No. Um a movie uh and I want to thank Fredo a lot for because probably I mean, six or seven of these movies I've seen on Fredo Flicks,
0: mm-hmm. and this is
1: one of those. And the Way Way Back isn't streaming anywhere, um, but it—it's <laughs> one of those uh, snapshot movies. It's a summer movie. It feels John Hughes. It's—it's um, a coming of age story. It's a love story. It's uh, dealing—you know—dealing with your parents, dealing with. Uh, Your friends dealing with uh fitting in all that kind of stuff Mm um we um there's i mean a stupid cast i mean it's um steve carell tony collette allison janney Mm -hmm. uh sam rockwell my rudolph uh rob cordry amanda pete um yeah uh nat faxon fax faxon and jim rash um they're a writing team uh they are known for like community they did a lot of community stuff Uh, they also wrote uh uh, the descendants movie i never watched but they won an academy award for uh, best screenplay uh but they wrote this and uh it's like pitch perfect it's really good Oh, I know. So I like, like, really enjoyed it.
2: Okay. I I definitely have to check this out. Um but Nat Faxon I definitely know. Mhm.
1: Um, oh, like, and Jim they,
2: Jim Rash was in community, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was yep. the dean. Yeah. Okay. I haven't seen a lot yep. of community, but I definitely recognize him.
1: Um Fucking that that's wow. amazing. Love that shit. I And they must be like this writing team. Um Mm-hmm. Because they, they've done a lot of – like a hand, a pretty good handful – or a handful of stuff together. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Uh, just – and Sam Rockwell is fucking on it. Just pitch perfect. Uh, tota Collette, she's one of my new fan, favorites. Mm-hmm. Allison Janney, she knows how to play abrasive. Yeah. But, like, can pull it back at just – just enough to be realistic at times and like in this movie she's all that and fucking nails it so yeah and yeah like i said sam rockwell fucking crushed it yeah
2: Allison jenny was definitely my favorite part of uh i tanya she was so awesome in that um but yeah i'll i'll have to watch this because i definitely recognize the title um
1: i I really like a lot of those people the way way back means like the seat all the way in the back and yeah it's like the way way back yeah and it um it uh Hmm. yeah it for some reason it just uh, i and maybe you i think you'll get it because it it's got that hughes feel um uh, in spades it really does nice yeah that is awesome uh yeah, and I that's a, that's enough of me talking. <laughs> there's so many. There's a lot of good stuff yeah. streaming right now. Like I watch a ton of stuff on Netflix. Like uh, Science of the Lambs, I watch that. Oh, nice. Black Hawk Down, Hurt Locker, um, uh, Kill Bill, both volumes. Watch them. Matrix on Amazon. I wanted to talk to you about the Matrix, but maybe we'll save that for another. Because I know that I, I don't think you're like a huge fan. The oh, Matrix. I love the Matrix. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah hard, but I hard actually watching like, that. I have some like new thoughts on it. Okay, yeah, and they really hit some really good things. So it's yeah, I actually, love.
2: I remember when um, I remember getting it on DVD and just like, I mean, not wearing the shit out of it, but like just watching it a couple times a week.
1: Yeah, and then I mean, never it, really. Never really caring for anything else that came out of that, but yeah, I mean the second the 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 themes were good in the second mm-hmm. and third one. Like I got what they were trying to do, but like after a while it was like there's good fight than... scenes, but
2: that's like it just seemed like they stretched everything out to make it a trilogy, yeah. And they only had about two stories worth of stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. They could have cut you know that whole weird dancing naked orgy scene out of the middle of the second one.
2: I noticed that, yeah. <laughs> they definitely could have cut a lot of stuff out, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh yeah, we, yeah, we'll definitely can get into the matrix again soon. Um but we can get into assi- some assignments now. Yeah. Yep,
1: yep. Um so Yes, on um, Netflix. Yeah, uh, I'm kind of what selfishly assigning you *Incendies* on Netflix. Um, directed by Dennis Villeneuve. Yeah. I don't know why I always have to do that because I don't know how to say his name pre- correctly. Villeneuve. When I mean, when you put it out, I like that because when you
2: say it like that, it's like it's Duh. you're demonstrating that you're making an effort. You're yes. like, hey, look, look, I'm trying. Yeah, that's <laughs> the way he wants me to
1: say it. I don't question marks. We're gonna see what happens here, but I'm mm-hmm. trying. Uh, but I think we both like most. I I'm not sure where you stand on prisoners.
2: I haven't I mean, seen prisoners. Oh, yeah, oh. that's I've that's one that like every time it comes up, I'm like, I mm, I still really want to see that one. Let's, Let's see if see, that's like, streaming somewhere.
1: I'm gonna look right now. Uh, but I, I, I know. I think we both enjoyed Arrival. We didn't love it, um, right? Yeah, yeah. I liked Arrival I definitely. Yeah, liked. I mean, we enjoyed it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoyed Arrival. Um, uh, Sicario, I, I was much higher on. Uh, yeah. Still liked Street. it. I, I will, I will
2: say that I did enjoy it.
1: Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, and enemy, which is very eh, blah on that one. So uh, hopefully, Incendies is good. I'm um, I'm anxious to hear what you think, and I'm I'm planning on watching this right with you. Nice,
2: nice, 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 nice. Um, I've got one for you from mm-hmm. this year, uh, called Triple Frontier.
1: Cool, cool, cool. Yes, I. This is starting to be shoved down your throat. Mm-hmm. By Netflix. Post Batflick
2: Ben Affleck. Yes. Still not happy about that, personally. Yeah. Um I I thought he was the best part of uh what's it called? Of uh Dawn of Justice, the worst part of Justice League. And he just needed a good script to be to do a good job.
1: Yeah. Well, that's that I think that's the problem with um with that whole that whole franchise right now, the whole universe, because I think script is lacking too much too much script almost too too many hands that are too mm-hmm. many uh cooks in the kitchen, yeah, too many s- pots in the there s- spoons in the pot
2: <laughs> yes there's there's so much spooning in so mm-hmm. much in so little pot uh Sorry. yeah. Anyways, uh Triple Frontier is uh about special forces operatives who plan a heist. And yeah, I see it every time I open the IMDB app, it's down at the bottom there. Bottom ticker and uh yeah. So
1: yep. Check it out and I'll check it out and see. Are mm-hmm. be the canary? Yeah, let us know. Uh, oh. Are, are you gonna make uh, it out of that coal mine? Yeah. I have something um that's not not really. I, I I don't know if you've seen it or not. It's called Enemy at the Gates. Yeah. Okay. Uh, streaming on Amazon right now. It's mm-hmm. it's one of those movies that was popular. Like when did it come out here? Two thousand one. So it's. I mean, it's all of twenty almost twenty years ago. Um, yeah. It's, it's got a good cast. You know, Jude Law, Ed Harris. You know, Rachel Weisz, uh, Bob Hoskins, Ron Perlman. Some some fun people in there. So uh, fun little World War Two movie. Um, sniper with action some, with some hot sniper love in the middle of
2: it. <laughs> hot hot sniping um where's that streaming at
1: uh it's on amazon
2: Nice nice uh i've got a uh tough one here uh for my recommendation it's streaming on uh netflix <laughs> And, uh, it's a bit of a, uh, undertaking, but, um, my streaming recommendation directed by Sergio Leone starring, uh, one Robert De Niro, uh, once upon a time in America. Mm-hmm. Sergio Leone, famous spaghetti Western maker, um, dips his toe in the, uh, gangster pool.
1: And, uh, so when you're recommending this mm-hmm. how are you recommending it are you recommending it out of love i really like this movie okay
2: yeah um i know that it's a it's it's a lot to ask of someone um but i wa- i remember the first time i watched this movie was early 2000s like i just really um the like first film class that i took we had just finished um, *The Godfather*, and so you know, just riding high. And obviously, uh, *Goodfellas* is one of my favorite movies, so I'm drawn to more of those crime dramas. And um, I, the the first time I watched this, I was like, "I love it. <laughs> it." It's just, it is, it's a tough. It asks a lot of you. It's three hours and fifty minutes long.
1: Yeah, I. I, like this this movie felt like homework for me it is it is genuine well, like it was kind of like homework for you,
2: yeah, I mean <laughs> it was yeah based on some of the way. other stuff yeah, it is it is the textbook version of of an an epic um but I really do like this movie, and cool. I do think that um it's not easy but a worthwhile watch. Yeah Like now yes. I mean you know You m- More than a lot of people Know how I am If like a movie Hits two, If a movie hits two hours There better be no bullshit in it Yeah <laughs> Otherwise yeah, for sure I will complain <laughs> Yes but, I've got uh, to go to work God damn it Yeah Yeah It's like come on This is keeping me from my jobs hmm. But um, And I also I love um. I don't know I just have a soft spot For Stories of the Prohibition era
1: Yeah it's weird because of I and I think I may because I I think as movies progress now and I don't wanna drag us on forever tonight, but mm-hmm. like as movies progress now, I'm looking for more tight storytelling, mm-hmm. better storytelling, like getting to that point where we were talking about Justice League or whatever. Right. Um, you know, where that that movie's almost three hours long and kind of meanders all over the place at times. Um or, you know, just like even a movie like the Way Way Back very tight storytelling it does what it's supposed to do in a certain amount of time. But I do have a little bit of uh lenience for some of the older movies. And once upon a time, America isn't that old. No,
2: mid eighties.
1: Right. But I'm thinking more of like, like Godfather and stuff like that. There yeah. is some meandering. Sure. Yeah. And even you now I'm thinking, uh, but like when it got to like a movie like goodfellas fucking tight writing like yeah. everything is going from one to one to one and i'm just trying to compare the the genre i guess within the genre. yeah um the i mean I don't know, the heavy I'm, hitters I'm in the genre some of the, the For older sure. movies to For be sure. uh because i know that there was a because a guy like ser uh, leone's has a style yeah you know what i mean right
2: I think one of the reasons that like I'm in the same boat as you and I think one of the reasons now is I've um right or wrong I I've convinced myself that um movies pad the runtime because they think they think quantity over quality um movie theater ticket prices are going up um give someone a a more lengthy experience than it you know it makes sense versus I I think The general public is maybe more likely to complain that like, oh, I spent $18 on this movie and an hour and a half later, I don't have anything to do. Right. Um, Like it leans more into the escapism of cinema versus the art of cinema, um, which is fine because I thoroughly enjoy escapism in movies. But uh, just padding the runtime does not make the movie more worthwhile.
1: Yeah. Right. No. Yeah. Yeah. So i, mean, it's, so I, I yeah, as soon as you start looking at your watch, yeah. That's when you're in trouble.
2: Yeah. So I, I kinda look at the based on when it came out, I look at the run I treat the runtime differently. Whether it's yeah. fair whether it's right or not.
1: Yeah. Um that that is kind of my approach I, to it. Yeah. I think I'm in the same same boat with you for maybe for just a you know a little bit different reason. Just how mm-hmm. um Yeah. I I just think back then. Uh, the, the, at that time there was that whole surge of, of, uh, auteur, uh, uh, directors, mm-hmm. you know, and they had the, they had a, a vision and now the, it's not a vision of one p- person unless you're, you know, uh, and you're Ritu or, you know, something like that where he has a, or, or, Chris Nolan or something like that that has the, has the backing of the studio and all that. So, um. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. But uh yeah, I think uh I think I should be enough unless you have any more yeah. to Um speak of. I'm
2: I'm sorry I didn't have much to contribute to the conversation. Um No. I I, I I I uh I appreciate you uh meeting up with me. Um I definitely needed I needed this so so thank yeah. you.
1: Um and and I look forward to getting back into. Yeah, into some um, I there. I would uh, honestly, I th- I think you'd like it enough that you should. I would I would rent the way way back. Okay. Right. Or on. I know that you could probably watch it on Friday. Flicks too. So. I
2: yeah I I can because he's he's a good man. That
1: yes. Fantastic. Uh, yes, very good. Uh, so until next week. I had nothing. I didn't
2: either.
3: There's an elbow in my ear. There's a smelly old bum standing next to me. He hasn't showered in a year. Well, I think I'm missing a contact lens. I think my wallet's gone. And I think this bus is stopping again. Let a couple more freaks get on. Look out! Another one rides the bus. Another one rides the bus. And another comes on. And another comes on. Another one rides the bus. Hey, he's gonna sit by you. Another one rides the bus. <laughs> Another one rides the bus. Another one rides the bus. Ow! Another one rides the bus. Hey, hey. Another one rides the bus. hey, 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 hey. i open and the fan is broke and my face is turning blue yeah. I haven't been in a crowd like this since I went to see the Who well, I should have got off a couple miles ago, but I couldn't get to the door There isn't any room for me to breathe, and now we're gonna pick up more, yeah! Another one, one rides the bus, bus. <laughs> Another one, one rides the bus, And another comes on, and another comes on Another one rides the bus, rise Hey, he's gonna sit by you! Another one rides the bus, rise.